There is only Christ. He is everything. He is in everything. From St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, chapter 3, verse 11. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to my companion podcast, Christ Through the Elements. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that I do three things in this podcast. First of all, I talk a little bit about Christ, who Christ is, and how we understand Christ. And most of my reflections of this come from Father Richard Rohr, who is one of my heroes, also the author of a book, recent book, titled The Universal Christ. Second, I discuss an element going through the periodic table in order. Today's element is nitrogen, number seven on the periodic table. Then we take a short break, and after the break, we return for a short reflection as to how that particular element can teach us something about Christ, how it reveals to us something about Christ. So Christ is the second person of the Trinity, and the traditional Christian creed says in the part of the creed, which is discussing Christ, the second part of the Trinity, it says, through him, all things were made. That's the actual text. I like to substitute when I pray that prayer, the him with Christ for a couple of reasons. One is it is more specific. Why use a pronoun when you can be more specific? And secondly, using the word him, the male pronoun him, isn't really accurate in describing the second person of the Trinity. We'll talk about that some other time. But for now, please understand that it is through Christ that all of creation is made. And also, all of creation is continuing to be made. There is a force within creation that is moving creation along, moving from simplicity to complexity, moving towards isolation and disconnection, towards unity and connection. And it is Christ that is that force, that is Christ within creation, creating and continuing to create. This is important because of the role nitrogen plays in creation. Nitrogen, as I mentioned, is number seven on the periodic table. It gets the very simple N as its atomic symbol. N2 is in air, and it's mostly inert. It doesn't react, and it is pretty much useless when you think about it. When you combine it with hydrogen, though, and make NH3, we call that ammonia. And it is a very important fertilizer. Now, a little bit of background here. Some plants, like beans, can get nitrogen directly from the air, and it needs all plants need nitrogen to grow. Now, other plants, like corn, need to pull it from the ground. So before we had cheap nitrogen fertilizer, you would frequently see alternations in the same growing field. And that's why even today sometimes you see soybeans or other crops in the field, and then that's harvested, and then the next season you'll see the very familiar corn stalks growing in the same field. And I don't know if that's because they're not using uh, 
aluminum or excuse me, ammonium fertilizer, or if they just want to use this older tradition, regardless, that's why it is used. Now in World War I, a gentleman named Fritz Haber came along and Fritz figured out how to convert the nitrogen in the air into ammonia. And the source that I'm using for all of these reflections is a gentleman named Theodore Gray, who wrote a very great little book that I have on my Kindle. It's called The Elements of Visual Exploration of Every Known Atom. And I'm quoting Mr. Gray here as he talks about Fritz Haber. He said that this discovery of converting nitrogen into ammonia was, quote, one of the most important discoveries in all of human history. Because today, ammonia fertilizer feeds about a third of the world. Now, if you have a curious and inquisitive mind and aren't going to Google right now, you will know, I can tell you, that the rest of the world is mostly fed by phosphate fertilizers. Now, just a little side note that um, Mr. Gray gives us, and also, I think, a bit of foreshadowing here. Haber, this is Fritz Haber, also did some work with chlorine, which is described as, quote, less benevolent. So basically, nitrogen helps plants grow, and this helps us, as we talked about in the last element, all the carbon that's in the air. Nitrogen helps plants grow, and plants take some of the carbon out of the air, and so nitrogen is a good thing. Lastly, about nitrogen, two little things. One is liquid nitrogen. Hopefully you are familiar with that um, magical sort of substance that makes things freeze rapidly because it has a boiling point of 196 degrees below zero Celsius. And also, as I mentioned at the beginning, most of the atmosphere is nitrogen. How much of the atmosphere do you think is nitrogen? Ponder that for a moment. I'll give you the answer. 78%. So roughly, um, roughly the vast majority of it. What is the rest of it? Well, oxygen makes up the most of the rest of it. And oxygen is our next element, which we will get to in the next episode. Please stay with me through the break, and I'll come back and talk about what nitrogen reveals to us about Christ. Well, thank you for staying with me through the break, and please do consider sending me a voice message. Would love to hear feedback and suggestions and questions and anything else you might like to share. Now, I emphasized at the beginning of the episode how it is through Christ that creation is made and, significantly, that creation continues to be made. And I think nitrogen shows us that a little tiny element is, can be, essential. And it shows us also that nothing lives and grows and develops without something else. Well, what do I mean by this? Well, think about that. Humans need food, which has energy, which grows. And in order to grow, there needs to be nitrogen. We also need oxygen, which we will get to very soon on the periodic table. 
Plants, on the other hand, they kind of have it backwards. They need the nitrogen to grow, but they also need the carbon dioxide for their photosynthesis. And I think this physical reminder also reminds us that in the midst of all of creation, we need Christ. We need this force, this person of the Trinity, as theological and traditional thought and language uh, says, that we need Christ to grow, to develop, to live. That it is Christ who sustains us on a moment-to-moment basis, even if we are not aware of that, even if we don't call this reality Christ, it is still Christ who sustains us. So nitrogen, essential for life, so very vital, and it moves us to the next element, and I hope you'll come back for that next episode when it is posted on oxygen. May the peace of the Lord Christ Jesus be with you always. And thanks for listening.